RMA would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast is recorded, the Dharawal people. We pay our respects to the elders past and present and extend that respect to other Aboriginal people listening today. When you do these things, because a lot of these races you also are doing by yourself, um, not always with other people, it's actually you doing it and it's you having that courage to go and do something that you never thought possible. And I think that's really an unexpected gift from running for me is that the courage and strength and the self-belief that it can give you and you have to keep working on to do big, scary things. I thank it very much for giving me that, for, for being courageous in life and for showing other people that you can be courageous and it's scary but it's very very rewarding hello welcome to episode 45 of the rma podcast i can't believe that i'm actually saying episode 45 it feels like only yesterday that i started recording the podcast and it's 45 episodes later that we're still here It's only possible because of people like you who listen to the podcast and also our sponsor, Physiocram Australia, who keeps it going. So I want to say thank you very, very much. Today, I have a very special guest on the podcast. Her name is Katie Wood. She is one of our RMA admins and local ambassadors in South Australia. And Katie has been part of the RMA tribe for quite a long time now. She has been on board as one of the most influential people in South Australia in the RMA scene for quite a few years, and she's really grown the RMA tribe over there. So this year, I wanted to touch on lots and lots of stories about our women in our network. So you will be hearing from lots of women in our network this year, not just people that are external to the network or advice and tips, but we want to touch on the women and their stories that belong to the Running Mums Australia tribe. You'll hear in Katie's story exactly what I want this podcast episode to be about, which is about a woman who decided to take up running to challenge herself and unexpectedly fell into a rabbit hole of running and all that that encompasses. She has taken herself on incredible adventures around the world with her running. She has met some amazing people running some fabulous locations And she tells us just what that journey has been like. Katie is just like you and I. She works full time. She's a mum of two children and she just does amazing things. And it's great to see how Katie has grown as a runner and also more importantly as a person. So I would like to introduce you now to Katie Wood. Before we begin, a message from this week's sponsor, Physiocram Massage Gel. Physiocram has been helping Running Mums Australia to achieve their running goals for years now and ease those post-training muscular aches and pains. Hurting sucks and Physiocram has our back. To get your own Physiocram, head to www.physiocram.com.au. Don't forget, if you're a member of the member program, you can get 20% off with your member code. You can also find Physiocram at your local pharmacy. Hi, Katie. Welcome to the RMA podcast. 
Hi, Nicole. Nice to be here. I am so thrilled to have you on today. Obviously, we have been friends for a long time and you've been mm -hmm. part of RMA for a long time as well. You're one of our RMA ambassadors and like admins for South Australia and we just love having you um, in our team. And I don't think that RMA in South Australia or Adelaide would particularly would be what it is today if it wasn't for you. So firstly, I want to begin by saying thank you because obviously, you know, RMA doesn't happen without the tribe of people. I can't be everywhere to keep things just moving along and everyone connecting with each other. So thank you so much for all the work and effort that you put in. Oh, thank you. And thank you for creating something so amazing. RMA has been an amazing part of my life that I love to bits. So thank you in return. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to get into your story, Katie, because, oh gosh, like when I was thinking mm. of interviewing you and I've been wanting to do it for a long time, um, I just see someone who is the epitome of what RMA is and that is an everyday woman who tried something for themselves and then fell into a really, really big rabbit hole, <laughs> uh, a running rabbit hole, we'll call it. And, mm. But I guess along that journey, learned a lot about themselves um, and met some incredible people who you now have amazing connections with and you've challenged yourself. It's been a pleasure to watch you running all over the mm. world and just mm. setting little goals for yourself that you are such a committed athlete and I just love following along. So Thank you, you are the epitome yeah. of RMA. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, share this story. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Running's taken me to many places that I never thought it would. So um, it's pretty special. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. it so yeah. does. And we'll get into that in this episode. But before we do, do you mm. want to just like let the listeners know where are you from and mm -hmm. how did running enter your life? Okay, so um, I've lived in Adelaide for about 20 years now. Um, so I'm originally from Queensland. Um, I have two big children, uh, a 22-year-old daughter and a 19-year-old son who also like to um, run and keep fit, which has been a really good thing we do as a family. Um, I am a research dietitian or a clinical trial coordinator that um, I also love doing as part of my life. Um, and yeah, running has been part of my world for, I got my first Garmin watch in 2013. It was the little purple one that yeah. now looks like a little kitty one. Yeah. Uh, um, and I got that for Mother's Day actually in that year. So it's been about nine years. Um, but uh, I started running just at the gym. Um, I was doing personal training. I, I hopped on a treadmill and it was just like a little warm-up, you know. I thought I might just warm up the muscles before I did personal training. And, and then a friend said to me, why don't you run outside? And I went, oh, that seems so scary. I was petrified. I thought how do people run outside? Like, it's just, it was a whole new world to me. I thought they'd get lost. Um, it yeah. was just, you know. And then, so I tried that. And then I had another friend said to me, there's this 5K thing that happens on Saturdays. Um, it's like a community park run. And I went, oh, okay. But um, I didn't have that self-confidence to think. I thought to myself, 
everyone will be super fast. Um, and I think that's a lot to do with the barriers that people have. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I sort of did a couple of those as well, but that took a long time for me to get the, the courage to go to parkrun as well. But And now when I find people don't know what parkrun is, I'm like, you don't know what parkrun is. It's just, it's, it's just such a weird thing to me now. Um, I dabbled a little bit for two or three years just doing um, bits and pieces, but I... Honestly, I couldn't run around the block. I, you know, I started out and I tried and it was really hard. I, I came from a background of um, non-sport. I didn't grow up sporty. Mm. Um, I, I grew up, you know, I have that, that story that um, overweight child, um, hated sport, would do anything to get out of sports day, um, would come home crying after, you know, being told to climb up a mountain, all that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So I just disliked it to the nth degree. So when my friends from school will see that I've, when I started running and then started doing things like marathons, it's like, whoa, yeah. um, how did this happen? How did this girl go from that to this? And I really don't know how that just sort of happened, but it took me a lot of, a few years, a few little events, um, just to, you know, my first 6K uh, city to bay, I remember very well just standing there looking around like so daunted by this thing. And and now, I you know, obviously it's it's a bit of a different story with, but, but it's always, you know, any anything that you start is... Um, quite scary you know you're out of your comfort zone and and but so proud that I started that and just stood there but at that stage I didn't know anyone I was yeah. just like sitting there going okay let's just do this I put this yeah. bib on and um, yeah. you know I you didn't have the RMA sort of gear at that stage until I discovered RMA and um, things have completely changed now of course but um, it was small steps, you know, yeah. small steps along the way of, of um, starting the running. And and then I think I took it more seriously about three years into that, sort of playing around, you know, doing 12K City to Bay was like my biggest thing ever. It took me a few of those to get the courage to actually even think, oh, I could, maybe I could do, if I can do 12, maybe I can do more than 12. And and I think that's the progression with lots of women. You, you have mm -hmm. to, it's a small step process. It's mm -hmm. getting the belief in one distance before you can actually go to the next. But that next distance seems like, you know, you're climbing Mount Kosciuszko. It's, it's huge. So yeah. it took me some time. Yeah, yeah. but I did it. Yeah. <laughs> and look, where, yeah. look how far you've come. I mean, yeah. I love getting the back story mm. of where people mm. start because everybody's mm. different and it's interesting mm. people start with like a sport background, some people don't. Mm. There's different reasons for getting into running too. Obviously mm. you were at the gym, like you were mm. trying to get some fitness and yeah. Yep. Fitness back. Was this after having your children, obviously? So they yep. would have been teenagers, I guess. Uh, in primary time. school actually, primary school. yeah. Yep. My yep. kids so were primary school. Yes. Yeah. 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 And what was it that, you know, when you say that running was really hard mm. 
as it is for anyone who starts. Like it's hard. It is a really mm. hard sport mm. to keep going, especially outside. I don't know what it is about being outside, but there is those extra barriers. I guess you're mm. you're running on the hills, or there's pavement, or there's people, and there's traffic, mm. and there's all these things. People see you. I guess there's the way you know you might perceive that people mm. are looking at you when you're running all those different things Mm. what was it for you when it was hard that kept you doing it yeah that's the thing isn't it um it was just i think for me it was um that sense of accomplishment each time i um you know that first little event it just i don't know maybe that was the start of something that i it was a little spark in me and i went wow i just did something really awesome mm. um and it kept me going and um and you know to begin with I only did little bits here and there and I didn't yeah. I don't train I didn't train like I do now yeah. um but I had no idea what I was doing really until I then I said to myself there was a, an advertisement for a um a sort of a bit of an eight-week uh, running workshop you know, find out what the word fartlek means. I had no idea, you know, an interview, yeah. all of that. So I was just going out there and just sort of doing a bit here and there. But I thought, then I took it seriously. It took me a few years and I went, I need to find out more about what this thing is. So I, I put my big pants on, my big girl pants on, and I went, mm-hmm. I took my, I said to my daughter, I said, we're going to enrol in this thing. I knew no one. I thought, mm-hmm. I'm going to this this place and we're going to, we're going to actually learn what these things are and it's it takes courage to do yeah. that because you don't know what's who's going to turn up um mm-hmm. with you um so best thing i ever did um you know i met my coach that way yeah. um and i i i can't sort of say enough is just having learning a bit more and structure and I think I was just driven to there was just something that fired up in me just running running started something in me and I had to learn more I had to work out how to do it a bit better and I suppose that's part of my personality as well is I think we all just want to how how can I get a little bit better at this you know Mm -hmm. I I really love this thing um and then when you set bigger goals it's it's really about um you know working out how you can how can you train and and juggle everything else at the same time and and Mm. yeah but i think it is it's definitely just that little bit of accomplishment each time yeah i thought oh okay this is pretty cool i'm gonna keep going yeah yeah Yeah. and like how important do you think starting out was for you in terms of having a community of people around you i mean Mm. you started with your coach you did that eight-week program Mm. and Mm. then you obviously found rma amongst all of this you had park run like yeah what was it about having people around you that made all the difference for you um having people around you is really important to have uh people sort of in the same journey as you, Mm. people who believe in you um, and people who support you and don't turn around and say to you, you're crazy. Mm, You know, you've got, you've got to have people in your life that will go, that's a fantastic idea. You know, going to do that because you have a lot of people in life will go, you know, you're going to run city to bay and they go, Oh, I can't, I, you know, they, they don't have that same, we're very different in, in our perception of what we want to do as a challenge but you've got to people around you is you know I I was on the RMA page before I obviously got more involved stalking (laughs) as people do (laughs) 
<laughs> and they're like, you know, I look out for other people in Adelaide. I'm like, oh, she lives near me or, you know, mm. you, you, and then slowly it builds and then, you know, you might meet some people and then it's just grown into something a lot more. But I, the community part of it is it's so important to have the support of people and mothers um, doing similar things, juggling things, um, working, having kids, um, fitting it all in, being tired, um, but still yeah. training yeah. And, and still wanting to achieve things. I think mm. that's, it's, it's really important. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that comes out a lot with RMA is that, you know, the juggle is real. Like we're all mm. mothers and I, I mm. feel like it adds this extra element of, mm. I guess, needing that connection with each other to keep us going um, sometimes because it can be so isolating being Mm. a mother. Mm -hmm. And I guess just having someone that you can say, like, I just can't get it done this, I can't get my training done this week because of X, Y, Z, or just having people in your corner to help go, well, I'll come with you or I'll help mind the kids, you know, if they're young or I'll do this to help you achieve your goals. Yeah, it makes it so much easier when you have people that understand what that actually mm. is like, and you know, not discrediting runners that aren't parents at all. <laughs> but I just feel like we just get it when we're all parents together and talking about these things. We get it. Yeah. You know how it is. You know, you, we're not the only mm. people we're looking after. So yeah, that's right. But there's I also a, there's a connection. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But I also mm. think too, like. I don't know, there's something special about being a parent and a runner. Um, And I know I've watched your journey unfold as your kids have gotten Mm. older as well and, you know, even Mm. just Lucy getting interested in running uh, over Mm. the last few years and running Mm. with you at events and Mm. things like that. Like what's that meant to you as a mum? I've loved it, yeah. Mm. Um, I mean, we all, um, it's been an amazing thing because I'm the one who sort of started running again um at that stage and um, my husband's always been quite fit and athletic and a runner and then he just thought oh well I'll start running too and then we all started running and then the and then the kids were running and it's um we're we're really role models for Mm -hmm. you know I was doing something that I never thought I could do but if you're showing your children something that you it's challenging you you're like well wow you know it's um as parents we really have a strong influence on on what we show our kids and having them as part of the journey mm. has been great. You know, it's, it's, it's fabulous. You know, mm. I spend a lot of time on my weekends running. Yes, <laughs> the kids are like, Oh, you're going off running. Yeah. But no, I'm running. So, um, but it's the shared journey has yeah. been wonderful. We've done lots together. So it's been very special really, actually. I'm very lucky. And I know like for you, like travel is a huge part of your life. <laughs> you love to travel. So what better way to travel oh. than incorporate running into that? Mm. Um, mm. You know, obviously before COVID mm. <laughs> hit, yeah. you probably had some great plans organised for this year and last year mm. and the year prior. Um, I feel like we're morphing years into one another now. Um, yeah, I thought we would be over by now. Yeah, anyway. I know. <laughs> I know. Like what are some of the like events that you have yeah. done since starting running um, mm. that have been highlights for you? Yeah. Um, I've done a few over, a couple overseas. Yeah. Um, so my first international 
marathon was Tokyo. Um, I was very lucky to get a little ballot spot for that one. Um, It's super scary. So I was the only person there. But Tokyo was very memorable for me. Mm. Um, It was fantastic. I just went over with Woodsy, my husband, and, and we did that together and he supported me in four degrees and rain for a whole marathon but you know what I loved it it was it was one of my favorite uh things that I've done um overseas and very challenging but Mm. it was great and then I've done um you know I went over and did uh, shot over uh trail in New Zealand yes um scariest thing I've ever done in my life (laughs) was it it the race that was scary or was it the helicopter into the race that was scary how cool is that helicopter no the helicopter's cool I would do that again um the race itself um yeah it had to be probably one of the scariest things I've done but um well let's go um, back there because yeah um when you ran that race shot over that was Mm. a few years ago that was like yeah yeah Four yeah. years ago or maybe even uh, ago. Yeah, shot over was in 2018. Okay, so that yeah. was a few years ago now. Mm. And mm. you weren't running trails back then. No. So I can imagine that was a very scary experience for you. And we, yeah. will, we will go there now. Like, so mm. I, I'm kind of jumping around a little bit here, but I mm. kind of want to know, like, where did the running so you've done I've I've written it down you've done 15 half marathons mm. six marathons mm. you've done now countless trail runs as well like when mm. was it that you thought <laughs> I might jump over to the trails was it when you did that race or was it uh, yeah so what was that so it so shot over was before the second marathon so it was that in betweener and who knows, it was just one of those uh, runcation ideas that happened and a group of us just said, let's do that. Uh, I don't know, you just get, you get this, um, runcation ideas come um, and they escalate really quickly. Um, they're like, let's do this and then you're registered and it's like within, you know, 12 yeah. hours, you're done, you're dusted, your accommodation's in and you're like, oh, we better do this. Um, and, but amazing um but yeah i i don't know we just i just or maybe i was just i was just playing around with a little bit of because i do love a bit of both um mm. obviously i'm doing uta mm. this year because i do love yep. a bit of bit of both um but that was that was a great experience to have i think mm. i learned that you can really do scary stuff that you never think you would do uh, mm. in circumstances like that trail runs like that are are really different to like a road marathon they're all so different to each other and they all teach you different things mm. um you know it's like chicago marathons just you know super flat and and yeah. our marathon but the experience of it and i look back now like um because it was pre-covid and you know you sardined in with thousands of people and i think to myself will that ever happen again like that but yeah. um it's just so different now I, I think well i'm very lucky i got to do some of those runs when i did because it is very it's just changed the world's changed but hopefully one day you know we'll all be doing yeah. things um but yeah no fantastic opportunities that mm. you know I, I never thought i'd be doing um and running has given me that as a bit of a gift i think just to be able to experience things like that Mm. what was like at that race at shot over what was what was the scary thing for you there ah really 
um, yeah, close to the edge of mountains mm. and the size of the mountains. Yeah. Um, They've got nothing like Australia. There's so much. Uh, no, yeah. no, we landed, the plane landed and we just got out and I think my stomach just <laughs> dropped because I'm like, oh, that doesn't look like our local trail, does it? No. <laughs> it was not in like, Adelaide, no. <laughs> not in Adelaide, you know, and not even, yeah, oh. So um, a little bit different to what I, I think, I mean, it was probably a good thing. Went went into it not looking at too much footage beforehand of, of yeah. what it potentially was like. But um, my yeah. hubby did the full marathon, which yeah, that it's epic. It's like some of the footage that he took was just oh, yeah. it's out of control, but so beautiful. Um, yeah. And uh, just you know, one of those experiences that you know, I, I you take from that. Um, you always have to reflect on things you've done and, you know, you've done some really courageous stuff. You're like, well, mm. if I can do that, I can do the next thing. And that's yeah. how I think it builds and you just, yeah. you know, you've got to have things that scare you a bit because scaring you a bit makes you um, really, I don't know, move towards it and, and want it and, um, you know, UTA 50 scares me. Mm. So it's good it scares me. You know, earlier on in running career, I would have thought, nah, <laughs> but it's it does, and it's good it does. So I'm I'm happy it does because you've got to have big, scary goals to um, go outside your comfort zone. It's, so is this your first ultra? Yes, it is. Yes, wow. so good. Yeah, I I know. Oh my gosh! I'm yeah. so glad I'm going to be there for you. Then that's so cool. Yeah. Oh. I'm excited yeah. for you. I mean, yeah. it's a great race to pop mm. your old cherry. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, well, I sort of know because I've done the 22 and I know they've changed the course this year, but I sort of know a little bit about it. And after I finished it, I think we both said most epic finish line ever, but, you know, had doubts. But something calls you back there there is something about some things you know it's like after your first marathon you have to have some time to think oh do I go back and do that again and there's yeah. something about it. it it you know it calls you back so some reason we made one of those decisions over dinner and just went I think we'll do UTA 50 and it was just like okay yeah. <laughs> let's yeah. do that so, so cool. yeah and cool. you've got a group of girls coming over with you and hubby yeah. as well I guess yeah um, yep 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 so, so we're running together yeah, so another runcation. Be, yeah, another runcation. Yes. So yeah. I, I also mm. wanted to ask about your training because you do train hard. Like every day mm. I open Instagram <laughs> or something, you've posted about something you've done that day. It makes me feel lazy. I'm like, what? <laughs> like you're oh, so committed. Not. You really yeah. are. And, mm. you know, I wanted to talk about that because one of the questions someone had was about how mm. you train and how you remain so consistent like is there mm. some tips that you can give people who are starting out running on how you mm. maintain consistency um consistency to me is really important it's just part of my my life my everyday week um i through covid over the last two years and everything being cancelled and mm. um running's my constant it's yeah. it's my one thing I can have some control over in some way, and for me that is I suppose part it builds into the consistency part. But I've always been about keep showing up, even if you know there are some days that obviously you don't feel like it, and 
you know, and there's nothing wrong with missing a session here or there and it doesn't doesn't bother me. But I'm always like, no, nope, keep showing up. And then, you know, even through COVID, that was my thing. It, it was just, um, and to me, that consistency just builds and it's just part of my, it becomes part of your life. So it's just this constant thing that um, training is for me, I think. Um, it doesn't, I suppose, it's hard. I get up early. People say to me, how on earth do you get up that early? So many, you know, few days a week. But after you've done it, you know, some mornings you don't feel like it. Obviously, you wake up and you're half awake and it's like, oh. Yeah. But then after it, it's the best. And you always have to remind yourself, after this, I'm going to feel awesome and it's the best start to my day because I th think it's the, like the start of the day is much better for me than training at the end of the day I know a lot of people have to train at the end of the day but my body's just got used to training at the start of the day um, but consistency to me is just part of life and it's just become uh, consistency is the habit of you know my five days a week or whatever it is um, that I just get up and I run and I plan my week around the running. Yeah. So, yeah. So what kind of uh, running are you doing at the moment, like in terms of training for UTA? What's your, yeah. what's your uh, typical week look like? Yeah. Um, well, I've got, well, I did two and a half hours of trails today, mm -hmm. which was which Good. was quite nice. Um, I did some stairs last week. Mm -hmm. I We found a car park and I did car park stairs. Great. Um, that was that was a lot. Um, and then there's, you know, a couple of easy runs in there, um, some strength training. Um, yeah, so I'll be building up the kilometres as we move along to, you know, um, more time on trails. I'll be doing Hallett Cove, which is a local boardwalk. Uh, every couple of weeks, be doing that for stair training because there's a lot of stairs in UTA. So my, my training has changed. Yeah. Um, but... You know, still time on legs is really important because, you know, 50K is a lot mm. of time on legs. So it's just building up that mm. um, time all the time and getting up probably earlier. Oh, I can't really get up any earlier than I do, to be honest. No. <laughs> I'd be, no. <laughs> people say to me, you would, you'd be catching a plane to get up that early, Katie, might usually, just, wouldn't you? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you can't catch planes that, anyway. It might, well, it might just be that you are like, you know, getting up earlier in your weekends a bit maybe when runs get a bit longer. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. So, yeah, no, just lots of K, about, yeah. about 50K at the week at yep. the moment um and if i never imagined i'd be doing that in my life either but that's yeah. what i'm doing at the moment so yeah mm. and i like how you say that you'd never imagined you'd be doing it in your life oh. like where has mm. like from when mm. you started running to now like how has your mindset shifted to adjust i guess mm. to what you are doing now like yeah have you is it has it been a noticeable change in mindset over the years yeah um Definitely. So um, I think I think every training block or every single event you train for, you um, you get something from, and then the the next one it builds on the one after that. Um, year after year, I think you gain um, more self belief in what's possible, um, and the, you just keep adding I suppose the kilometers because what you used to do is your normal run becomes well sometimes can become a warm-up mm. so it changes as you go along and um, 
you know, it, it's, it's, to me, it's, it's quite amazing, but it doesn't happen overnight. It's not, you know, I want to say to the people out there starting is that um, you, you take small steps, you know, and that's the important thing you build over time. You don't just go and say, I'm going to run 50k this week because it's, you know, it's, all sorts of things can happen when you do that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I think it just builds over time and mindsets changed with, I think once you tick off something you don't think you can, you have the belief that you can do more than what you ever thought possible. Mm. So once I, I realised I could actually do a marathon, which to me was the most far-fetched thing you could ever think of, the, one of the biggest achievements ever for me was that seeing my family at the end and I, I just remember it all and mm. I went you know it's just something that it's it's very special that you know you can do something like that so yeah yeah, absolutely. yeah. and you know there's people who are listening today who mm. may have just started their running mm-hmm. journey like you back in the day yeah <laughs> and Mm-hmm. They are scared, just like you were. Um, mm. I guess what sort of tips would you give them in how to keep going and mm. I guess how to pref- like have the consistency around their life, who to connect with? Like what's the biggest tip yeah. you would give them? Um, if you've got the chance, I suppose, to uh, run with similar people who are in the same sort of area or um, at the same level wanting to achieve the same sort of goals. Um, I think that's such a good thing to have a running buddy or someone you can talk to or someone to keep you accountable. Mm. I didn't have that to start with. Um, I mean, I had the kids and, and, but now having other people that you can, and there's, what, what keeps people back is that, and, and it is you are scared to reach out to other people, but there's so many RMAs in every state in Australia that are probably sitting there going, oh, I'd really like to do that. And they might just be around the corner. Mm. It's, it's, you know, you can reach out and, you know, and I've seen it. I've seen people connect. And that's one of the most special things about RMA is seeing people find each other. Mm. And then you see them running on Strava and you go, oh, those two found each other, you know, and, and now they're running. And, and having someone to, to do that with I think is a really good thing um, when you're yeah. starting out and take it slow and be be kind to yourself and um, you know just and even get you know there's lots of RMA uh, there's you know programs or a Garmin has little training app have a little bit of structure you know structure is a really good thing to keep you um, you know what you're going to do when you wake up in the morning um, I think that's a really good you know if I'm going to do you know 10 minutes or you know, run, walk, or you know, just start off like that. And also, goals. I think goals are really a great thing to have. You know, mm-hmm. maybe think about if you're just starting off doing a, a five or six k or something at park run. You know, yeah. it's just. I think having a, a goal, which is something I love to do, is making sure I have something after the one thing that I'm doing next, because mm-hmm. I find that I go into this bit of a hole um yes it's like the post-race depression (laughs) yeah Yeah. and you know when you're starting out if you have you know I remember like you know I'd have when I was doing my first 12k city debate you know I had that goal like September this year I'm going to do that so it's got something to work towards you know even 
you know, put a picture of it somewhere or um, just, yeah, I think there's lots of little things you can do along the way that um, can help you start. And, you know, to be honest, you fall in love with it and it just, you know, you'll, you'll keep going and, and find some groups to run with. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's pretty, pretty awesome. Well, you've formed a really mm. good group in South <laughs> Australia. I mean, I've seen it grow and you've done an amazing mm. job. Like what's some of the, I guess, rewarding parts of having the connection with mm. the women in RMA in South mm. Australia, the, the close-knit community that you guys have built over there? Yeah. Oh, we have so much fun. I think um, – the group of women we have are so special. They're, they've all, um, you know, they're all at different stages of running. Um, they've all either had the courage to come out to one of our group runs or find each other or um, it's amazing they can see that you're, you're having, you know, that they might be able to come along and then they come along and they go, oh, this is just so good. Yeah. Um, I, you know, like I mentioned, I've seen people um, connect. So people have found... Yeah, and I have personally found friendships that are, mm. um, you know, very special friendships through RMA and through running. And I wouldn't have met them without mm. without that in my life. Um, I think uh, the other, the, the one really special thing for me is seeing people that I've known over these years and see them grow mm. and see them go from saying to me, oh, I can never do a half marathon or I can never do a marathon. And I've come to the mindset now is that you can't say that to Katie because Katie yeah. will just say to you, actually, you can. Yeah. Um, and if I say that enough to you, you'll believe that you can and you have to start saying that to yourself. Yeah. And the thing is, I've seen many women now who started not doing many kilometres to run half marathons and run marathons and be so proud of themselves yeah. that it's just that's just one of the most special things I love to see yeah. seeing them grow seeing them take on big goals you know if yeah. people see you take on big goals they're like well I might be able to do that too you know yeah. it's it, you know it's it's a remarkable thing yeah. seeing people do that and just it's yeah, it's very very special Mm, uh, I mean, I, I've just loved watching Adelaide mm. grow because, I mean, I remember yeah. the Adelaide Marathon. Yeah. Oh, gosh, I can't even remember what year that would have been, early early days mm. of RMA and it was Louise's mm. first marathon. I don't know. Oh, yeah. 20, yeah. May have been yeah. 2014, 2015. Yeah. And, yeah. like, there was hardly anyone we knew in Adelaide. I mean, we met mm. uh, a few people, but now mm. the Adelaide oh. RMA mm. community or not mm. even Adelaide, South Australia, let's just say. Yeah. It's yeah. so much bigger and so much more connected. And, like, mm. we do have you guys to thank for that because it mm. does take effort and mm. commitment to rally yeah. people. I mean, what's, what's some of the yeah. challenges that you've had in yeah. kind of getting girls uh, together? Well, it's a big thank you to Michelle as well, who obviously yeah. plays a big role um, as a community ambassador yeah. as well. Like, yeah, it's really, yeah, so... You know, the teamwork makes the dream work, so to yeah. speak. Um, yeah. Rallying. Um, I think the the one thing that stops, I suppose, people coming to coming out and and 
like I said, was just they're a bit scared mm. um, of coming out and the barriers with women. Um, sometimes, you know, the timing's not right. But, you know, if you keep, you know, as we say, if we if you keep just, you know, we, we have a calendar of events. If you can make it, you can make it. Um, and there might be a Sunday that you can make it. Um, I think you know juggling mums are always juggling things you know there's either yeah. school sport there's kids there's um you know there might be something else on that weekend there's there's so many things that that go on with getting them all together but we you know there's one thing we also do we do a lot of volunteering yes, people have the opportunity to volunteer and and join in the community in that way mm-hmm. and you know we have so much fun doing that as well um and that also you know the, the people running it Mm. um it, it's great to have us you know the volleys who is screaming and yelling at you and often dressed up and looking very bright and festive yeah i mean if you um, have a look at like our yeah. instagram katie uh, and the team have featured michelle and katie have featured as bananas um, what else there's been cricket yeah. uh, cricket teams yes and all cricket sorts teams. of teams i think they were where's so wally good. Where's yeah, Wally I loved, a couple of I weeks it. ago? I think that's yeah. fabulous. Yeah. It makes that sense of community, right? Yeah. And yeah. and I think you build relationships much better when you have that. Yeah. So yes. You've created yes. a great sense of community. Yeah. For Adelaide girls. So yeah. You should be very proud. Uh, of yeah. Thank you. I love and it's it. a lot of fun. And I think mm. having fun, you know, running is just not about training hard and mm. you know sweating lots i think it's about projecting how much fun it can be you know we yeah. go out and have a great time on our social runs just chatting away having coffee yeah. you know yeah. it doesn't all have to be you know hard work and i think that yeah. comes across as um a bit of a bright party vibe so to speak which is which is always good <laughs> <laughs> which is which leads to my, to my next question which is yeah um, can you please explain to the listeners what the RMA Fun Bus is? <laughs> yes, so um, RMA Fun Bus started a couple of years ago now. It just spontaneous. It, it sort of came about um, randomly um, from our Sunday social runs that we do. We often wear bright tights, as you know, where we're quite yep. a bright group. I, I don't mind a bit of colour. Um, <laughs> and then this the Sunday run ended up being sort of the RMA fun bus because you know we have a lot of fun um you know we ended up just having matching like rainbow heart earrings um you know and it's projected as a fun sexy pace Sunday run that anyone can (laughs) come along to and no one's left behind we just stop and start um and it RMA fun bus just took off and it's just like bus full of RMA women having a, a social Sunday run and you know then there was like a bus emoji and a rainbow <laughs> yes. and and a beanie and it just sort of all happened and um oh, but it's been it's it's good it's, mm. it's a lot of fun so mm. yeah that's still still part of our our life oh, and it just sort of happened um so but, yeah, what, would you, what would you class Sexy pace. Sexy pace. Well, (laughs) sexy pace. Um, So you can chat away, just, you know, there's no huffing and puffing with sexy pace. And you just, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Oh, right. (laughs) Well. (laughs) I'm sure people would beg to do that. (laughs) Yep. Um, Heart rate is a bit lower. 
and we'd stop and start and um, take photos. Yeah, yep. take photos. As you, as you know, we take a lot of photos, but it's yep. all about capturing the the fun and the moment, which is mm. what life's about. Mm. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Well, that also makes it so much more accessible to women, right? They don't that's feel right. like they can come it's, along and they're not going to keep yeah. up. Yeah, and that's what and... stops women from. Mm. And that's what when I started running, that's what stopped me. From, and my first thought was everyone will be so fast, yeah. you know, and, and they won't wait for me. And there's that feeling, even as a middle-aged woman, that you're going to be left somewhere and you've just yes. tried, tried something for the first time. And yes. that doesn't happen with us. It's, yep. it's very inclusive and the pace is just easy. Because yeah. um, you can do hard training whenever you want to, but, you know, yeah. the, the sexy pace is just all about slow and fun. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Do you want to run RMA Sexy Pace in, um, in Adelaide or in South Australia? Check the calendar. Yeah, check the calendar. This one for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love it. Uh, well, I asked yeah. on the Adelaide, well, I shouldn't mm. keep saying Adelaide just because you're from Adelaide. I asked on the South Australia yeah. um, group page uh, just some questions that people might want to know about you. So I thought that we'd kind mm. of end with those, but we'll make them kind of our RMA hot lap. So, but you okay. don't have to. Mm-hmm. Like giving me a quick answer. You can give me whatever answer you like. But okay. I thought they were good questions. So the first one I have for you was how to master the run feed. Because apparently you're really good at it and you are. You always take a great photo. So yeah. do you have any tips for people on how to master the run feed? Those of you that don't know what a run fee is, it's a running photo of you running. Mm. How do mm. we get it right? Um, oh, it's, it's a hard to train this one. I said I have to do a how to sort of, you know, um, you need to use your side button on your phone, not okay. your, you know, your button down the bottom. Um, just need to make sure the angle's correct, make sure you've got the person behind you the, in their body in there as well. And very hard to train someone to do a run fee. I think, I don't know, are you either good at it or you're not? <laughs> <laughs> You've either got the gift or you I've, don't. Yeah. I've trained myself well on the old run fee though. I mean, there's hit and miss. Yeah. Let me tell you, there's some there's oh, some run yeah. fees in there that aren't great. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's just getting it just right, I suppose. Wearing sunglasses is also a good thing. We always okay. say that's good for the uh, for the look, for the uh-huh. for the run fee. <laughs> okay, sunglasses, angle, yeah. maybe the right light. Yeah, okay. using that side button. Yeah, side button. Yeah, you can't have a massive phone. It's going to be really difficult for you to do that. So yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Okay, <laughs> yeah. good. Thank anyway, you. Anyway, very funny. Um, so the mm. next one we kind of answered this: how to be consistent. Maybe mm. yeah, just keep... like the two top tips of consistent: how to be consistent. Yeah. Um, keep showing up. Mm-hmm. Motivation gets you so far, but then it turns into habit. Mm-hmm. True. Mm-hmm. Love yeah. it. Uh, how many snacks are too many? <laughs> that was a question. Because <laughs> oh, Katie talks about snacks, you see, because now she's on trails. It's yeah. all about I get to snack because, yeah. you know, running road, no snacks. And I'm like, there's been some occasions where I haven't taken enough snacks and I've ended up talking about food too much um so there's never really probably enough snacks when you're out and about and i just need to make sure i have more so i don't talk about food too much to everyone that's why that question was there i think (laughs) Uh, well i'm going to add one more then what's your favorite race or training (sighs) snack 
Well, I'm learning all of this with trails now mm -hmm. because this is a whole new world. I had a cliff bar today. Oh, yeah. Um, what do you think? Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. What yeah, flavour was too it? Bad. Uh, coconut chopped chip. Oh, yeah, that's my favourite cliff bar. Flavor. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It was actually all right. Um, but I'm learning about the whole, um, you know, what it could take along. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, when you were on the road, what would you have had in, like, gels or...? Just gels, yeah, cis gels I usually use and mm -hmm. um, so I can't, yeah, can't eat anything when you're racing on the road. It's too hard. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah the snackage has increased because I'm on trail, so it's good. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I love it. It's uh, like a moving picnic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is. Travelling picnic. That's what we called our Heisen run. Yeah, yeah it it's is. good. I love yeah. it. Um, okay, what are the top ingredients for a good runcation? Top ingredients. <laughs> um, uh, good location, great people around you, book good restaurants, and there's always wine at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I love it. And I have yeah. been one of these people that have experienced mm. this with you when I came yeah. to the Barossa. I mean, for yeah. me, that was, I guess for you, it was still a rankation. Yeah, in your state, but we oh, yeah. went to the most beautiful restaurants, mm. and we got to drink the wine and taste the food mm. of the region. Oh my god, beautiful! I was at Sepulsfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've yeah. never forgotten those dinners. It was oh, amazing. it's good. Yeah, that's important. I think that's it's it's big part of that. It's not just about the run; it's yeah. about everything else you can do as well. Yeah, yes, I agree. Yeah, I agree. yeah. Mm. Um, okay, so the next one is what is your what has been your favorite event? The one you mm. think you achieved the most or learnt the most about yourself? Achieved the most or learnt the most about myself. Um, Actually, let's change mm, that. What mm. has been your like funnest event? Mm. And then what has been the one that maybe has challenged you or you've got the most achievement out of? Mm. Um, funnest event, I would have to say, oh, that's hard, Nick. <laughs> They're all so good in different ways. Um, I had lots of fun at, um, oh, can I go to the challenging one? Let's go to the yeah, challenging one. The challenging to, one. All right. Uh, well, the one I got the most out of and the most challenging would be Tokyo. Yeah. Um, I think that was a turning point for me in um, in my running. Like I did it all by myself, and it was mm. pretty pretty epic. No one was talking any language, but it was so good, and I just loved it. And I proved to myself I could do something in some really hardcore weather, and yeah. still keep going. Um, that was that was pretty a big moment for me. I think Tokyo. Mm. Um, I'd have to say the funnest events I have, like I'm not even, it's not all the big ones. It's the, it's the ones where I get to dress up and have a really great time, mm. wear wigs and tutus and have a theme and um, they're my fun events. They're the ones I absolutely love, you know, cheering other people on um, and just just sort of going back to, you know, my dress-up box now is huge. It was much big, <laughs> much bigger than when I was a kid, and and they're my they're my fun events. Yeah, um, I yeah. I really love those ones where you can just relax and have a great fun time. I do love those ones. So there's there's many of those that have come along the way with dressing mm -hmm. up and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. Loved Hyson actually. Hyson was um, I thought actually that's that's up with it with a really great 
fun event for me. Three of us did it together and yeah. um, it was just a great day out. I, yeah, loved it. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I mean, that's what running is about. I mean, I think that it doesn't always have to be serious. Mm. It doesn't always have to be mm. about PBs and pushing goals and, you know, it can just be fun. And I think mm. people forget that sometimes, that it mm. can just be about connecting and having fun. It doesn't yeah. always have to be about pushing yeah. Getting yourself out of your comfort. That's right. So yeah, yeah, yeah totally agree. You've got to have a balance of that because mm. yeah. yeah, otherwise you won't love it. You know, you Absolutely. won't you won't love it at all. Absolutely, you won't keep <laughs> yeah. going either. Yeah, yeah. Um, my next question is: What has been the most unexpected reward and challenge about running for you? Uh, unexpected reward. Uh, I think there's a couple. I think um, amazing friendships I never thought would occur and that's just because of running, mm. um, meeting like-minded women that you think, well, the universe has just sent you here for a reason. You know, mm. that's that's been um, pretty epic. You yeah. didn't wouldn't have thought that would have happened and that's through obviously through RMA as well and through running. Um, also a reward from running for me would be um, courage and strength, mm. something, um, you know, a, a self-belief that, you know, you have to, which, which evolves but takes time and then obviously when you go to that next step, you have to then build it up again if, you, if you're doing something a bit scarier. But um, that's been unexpected for me and that sort of goes into other areas of your life because... When you do these things, because a lot of these races you also are doing by yourself, um, not always with other people, it's actually you doing it and it's you having that courage to go and do something that you never thought possible. And I think that's really an unexpected gift from running for me is that the courage and strength and the self-belief that it can give you and you have to keep working on to do big, scary things. I thank it very much for giving me that, for, for being courageous in life and for showing other people that you can be courageous and it's scary, but it's very, very rewarding. Yeah. I love that answer. <laughs> well, that's so beautiful and it's been such a privilege to watch you grow in that, oh, thank you. In that mindset and see you take mm. on you know, scary goals mm. and be courageous because I know myself what it's like when you have to, I guess, mm. put yourself out of your comfort zone and mm. it takes a lot of self-belief to be able to, yep. to, to step, take one foot in front of the other and step towards mm. that goal. So yeah, well done for doing that and continuing to do Thank that. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Where can people follow along your journey if they'd like to follow along Katie's adventures online? Katie's adventures? <laughs> um, uh, my running adventures are on Instagram mainly on uh, katie.wood.runs yeah. is me on Instagram. And, yeah, just a lot of the running that I do uh, and fun that we have here in Adelaide captured. Um, yeah, sorry. Oh, well, thanks mm. for sharing with us, Katie. And I will make sure I put in the show notes links to the South Australia mm -hmm. page and also mm. to your you. Instagram handle so people can mm -hmm. see your amazing rumpies <laughs> <laughs> and follow along your journey this year. Mm. Thanks for sharing. Thank you. Us. 
thanks, Nick. And thank you for everything that you do as well. Well, I hope you loved that episode with Katie Wood. And I would love for you to go on and share this podcast with those that you know. You can head to the show notes to find out where you can follow along Katie's journey. For now, I hope you are safe and well wherever you are. And I look forward to sharing with you next time.